I'm going to talk about covenants. It's an interesting word, covenants, and we're going to dig deep. We look into a lot of scriptures, so if you want to take notes, you can. Um, open up your iPhone Bible, a real Bible or whatever, um, because you will need it, and it's going to be good. Are you ready for this? Good? Um, so I have to tell you a story before we start. You know, covenants, they're always partnership, right? You know that it's a partnership. And um, I once was in a boot camp. Whoever was in a boot camp? Boot camp? Like some, only few. It's, it's really tough, but it's good because it challenges your character. So I was in a boot camp, and in a, the first uh, morning, we arranged the groups. And I wanted to be with the best, with the group, with the strong people, with the courageous people, with the fit people. And so what they did, they said, we all go for a run. And after the run, we make sure we select the groups. And I thought, I need to run fast. Then I'm with the fast group, you know? It's easy, clear, right? So I ran as fast as I could, and I was like second. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to be in the partnership with the strong people. What they did, they said, we want to challenge your character, you know, and so we're going to put the strongers with the weaker, the fastest with the slowest. And so I was in the team with the slowest. And one particular lady from America, um, she's awesome, but she was super generous. Like she was super generous. And uh, it was tough for me because every task that we had to do, um, we had to basically wait for each other and so we had to help the people who needed help and we had to wait if somebody was slower and it just made me realize you know what that's uh, I have a lot to grow in patience but one thing I learned is we always want to be in partnership with the strong people amen it's just in our nature the only person who said with well, the only you know said, I don't, I don't need that because I know who I am was God himself. He's not a person, but God himself. He said, I'm going to extend a partnership, a covenant with my people. And even though they're super weak, I'm going to do it because I'm almighty. So we can be in partnership with God. You know, just quick look in the, into the Bible. God made men and women humankind and then with Noah he made a covenant and said you know I'm not going to destroy anymore the nation the, the world with water and then he made a covenant with Abraham and said the only thing you need to do is to trust me and I, I will make your descendants as humorous as the sand and the, on, the, on the beach and the stars and the skies and then he made a covenant with the, the Israelites, with his people and said, hey, you're going to be my people. But one thing you need to do is follow the Ten Commandments. And then he made a covenant with King David and said, there's going to be always a descendant of yours on the throne. One thing all those covenants had in common, the people broke them always. Always. Even though they, they, the, the participation was so little, they only had to do very little. And God made a lot. They broke it. And so he said, you know what? I need to come up with a new plan. And uh, if you're ready for it, um, read with me in Jeremiah 31, verse 31. He says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. With the people of Israel and with the people of Jews, I will be like 
It will not be like the covenant I made with the ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. So he said, I need to make a new covenant because one thing all the covenants had in common, not just that the people were breaking the covenants, but the covenant means belonging. If you're a covenant with God, you mean you belong to God. It also means protection. Who needs protection? We need protection more than ever. We want to belong to the strong one. You know, covenants have reached a new um, current, uh, like, uh, how do you say, like, importance. We want to be in the NATO because we have strong covenant, you know, because we want a protection. So covenant means you belong to that group. There's protection and there's provision. So if you want to read with me in Exodus 19, it says, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possessions. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So if we have a covenant with God, we belong to him. We have his protection, his provision. Are you getting this? It's important because if we're going to keep going. So he, God said, we need to make a new covenant. This doesn't work. So he came up and said, I need a new plan. And he basically sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross because every covenant needs the shedding of blood. And he said, my son is going to be the ultimate sacrifice and open up a new covenant and to make sure that, that this covenant will stay forever. He said, I'm going to be God making a covenant with the people. And the people was represented as Jesus because Jesus was 100% God and 100% man. He was be able to do both sides. And he was the only one who can fulfill both sides. So he said, I'm going to make a new covenant with my son, Jesus, and with Jesus as man. It's important. Because there's suddenly now a new covenant and it's open for anybody. It's open for you and me. The question is, do you want to be in a covenant with God on the protection, on the provision, on the belonging? So... One thing, what always, like, people wanted to be in covenant with gods. Different gods, different religion, different nations had different gods. And they knew if you want to be, uh, we need protection from the outside world. And one important place for covenant, to make a covenant, to show in what kind of partnership you are, was the house, the entrance of the house. And so in Egypt, there was this god, Osiris. And a lot of people, they sacrificed in the door frame, at the doorstep to that God. Wanting protection, provision, said, I'm belonging to you. So when the Jews, when the Israelites were in Egypt and God said, hey, I'm going to deliver you because out of my promise to Abraham, I'm going to deliver you, he said, I'm going to punish all the, the Egyptians. I'm going to kill all the firstborn. And, but you, I will protect you because you belong to me. 
But one thing you need to do, and he explained, like took a picture that we that back then all people knew said, hey, sacrifice. Don't sacrifice to the gods of Osiris. Don't sacrifice to that person. Sacrifice to me because I'm the true God who gives you true protection. And he said, sacrifice an animal. And when you sacrifice, then put the blood of that sacrifice on your doorpost. That sign means, hey, here, Whoever enters that house, who is, whoever is under that, in that house, in that apartment, is under the protection of me, the one true God. And in that night, you must imagine, everybody was frightened. Everybody was scared. Because they knew the angel of death is going to walk through the streets. Which God is now the true God? Which God is now the real protection? Who is, and probably all the other nations, all the other Egyptians, they were sacrificing to their God because they wanted their protection. They didn't want to kill. The word probably spread around. And everybody's, who the Jews said, I'm, you know, we sacrifice to God. We belong to Him. He's our true God. I hope He's going to protect us. Are you getting this? They, they, I, they probably were not easy that night. They heard the people crying. What's going to happen with my house? But what happened is the angel of death paused the house because he saw the blood on the doorpost said, hold on, I can't enter. They're under the protection of the one true God. So, you know, nowadays we are still want protection. Maybe it's, it looks a bit different. And luckily, we don't need to sacrifice anymore to make sure to put blood on our doorsteps and our door frames. Because remember, Jesus was the last sacrifice who was sacrificed on the wood for our sins. And he says, whoever enters through me enters that covenant with God, enters that protection. So nowadays, it's, this is an invitation for us all. But you know what I see? Still today, I see people worrying for their futures, worrying for their lives, worrying for their possession. And they might not sacrifice an animal, but they all kinds of weird religion because they hope that they would have protection through stones, protection through stuff to hang up, protection to whatever they put in front of their house, whatever they put on the necklace of their children, because they think, oh, this is going to give me protection. But when we forget is the real protection is Jesus. He. He is here. If we enter through him, if we enter through Jesus, we are really protected. And I wonder in your life, have you made that decision to say, I'm going to enter this partnership with God through Jesus? There's only one way through that partnership now. It's through Jesus. What he has done on the cross, he was the ultimate sacrifice. And every day, and I love that's why the entrance, because we need to remind ourselves every day. That's why some people, when I go to my parents, they have this, 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 this verse of Joshua saying, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. 
We belong, we belong to Jesus. We belong to God. He's the one true God. And every time we're going to walk in there, they see that to remind ourselves. Because you know there's one interesting thing? Um, even though we maybe, you have maybe made the decision of entering the covenant with God through Jesus, we forget about it. The, the, the people of Israel, they always forget about it. They did it once. They, like, you would think of the sacrificing to God and realizing the blood of, of the Lamb protected us from the angel of death. You would think that like from now on, they would always obey God. They would never walk away from Him. You would think that, right? But it was not like that because we forget. You have, like, maybe you had a miracle five years ago with God. Decided to walk with Him. But now you're questioning again. Your actions don't show that you belong to God. Because you forgot. So one thing Jesus said, hey, remember. That's why he gave us rituals. Because every covenant needs a decision and every decision needs a ritual. A ritual to remind us, hey, we entered that covenant. Hey, we belong to Jesus. Hey, we walk through that door. Hey, his blood protects us. He's my provision. He's my Protection. I belong to Him. That's why I love the communion. Communion is nothing less than that, you know? In, in Luke chapter 22, it says, In the same way after the supper, He took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. So whenever we take communion, rem remember, He shed His blood on the cross so that we can have protection. You know, um, last week, my family and I, we, there were so many different, like, we call, you can call them attacks. Just, uh, let's call it difficulties. Difficulties. Things that didn't work the way I wanted to work. And I was preparing the message and suddenly I realized, you know what? I want again in the natural world and the supernatural world tell everybody that me and my house, we are under the protection of Jesus. We are in the covenant with the true living God. And so I sat down with my wife and we prayed. It was not, nothing special, but it was honest. And we had to remind ourselves and say, you know what? Me and my house, we belong to Jesus. His blood cleansed us. His blood is on our doorpost. We are marked. We belong to him. And, 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 and no attack from the devil can hurt us anymore. You know, the devil, he's walking around trying to steal, steal and destroy us. And we need to take position. It doesn't... It's not enough anymore to say, oh, once I did. Every day we need to make, take position and say, we belong to Jesus. We are under His protection. It's so important to do that. So you might ask, hey, okay, what if I missed it? And you realize, hey, no, I need to do that again. 
the invitation is always there. The covenant is always open because Jesus, he said, I did it. The question is, are you walking through that door? And he says, today, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart thinking there's protection here, there's protection there, there's protection stones, there's a protection of, of money, there's a protection of the God of this. There's, this doesn't give you protection, real protection. Protection that can save your life for eternity is through Jesus. Amen? It's through Jesus. And we need, the invitation is there every day to make the decision. It's not too late today. Every covenant needs a decision. And every decision needs rituals to remind us what we have decided. That's why I love the baptism. Baptism is a ritual. We all do it once, but we do it in front of people to remind us, I made the decision. Maybe going to church is for you uh, this tradition. But I tell you, just going to church doesn't mean that you put yourself under the blood of Jesus because you can go to church out of cultural reasons. You can read the Bible out of cultural reasons. The power is when you say, me and my house, everything I am, I belong to Jesus. This is, has not, maybe this is, for me, going to church helps me to make the decision. But just going to church, the Jews, the, the Jews, they were, they still were Jews. They went to the temple, but they still broke the covenant because in little things, they showed that they didn't trust God. So the question is, in little things, do you trust him? This is what matters, not the outside, the nice dressing. God looks at your heart. So this is, for, I like outside things. Some people, they put stuff at the door, literally this, or they put stuff on the, on the car. And this is all great if it helps you to remind your heart who do you belong to. But the ritual alone is not enough. All right, I want to switch gear. Are you with me? There's one more covenant I want to look at. And it's the covenant of marriage. And if you uh, want to read into it in Malachi 2 verse 14 or Proverbs 2 verse 16, it talks about how, how marriage is a covenant. And God sees it as a covenant. Covenant is always meant for lifetime. Covenant is, means protection. It means provision. It means belonging. And the covenant in, with marriage there are three different areas. First, we go to the, our government and say, we belong together. But then you move in together because the soul is a part of the covenant. In the Bible, it says, that's why man and women, you know, leave, man leaves his house and moves in with, with the wife. So moving in together is an element of the marriage covenant. And the third element of the marriage covenant is physically having sex. Becoming one. And you know, it's, it's for me interesting that a lot of women, when they have the first time sex, there's a shedding of blood. Not with all, but it's interesting that a lot. So because with every covenant, there needs to be blood. So these are all three elements that say, hey, this is a, it's a holy covenant. You read in Ephesians 5, it says, In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. It's protection. You give down, you lay down your life for your partner. 
No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cared for the church. Provision. And we are members of his whole body, as the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother and joins to his wife, and the two are united into one. Belonging. And like all the, you know, those, those partnerships, those, those marriages, in, in so many cultures, they say, I want to also put our marriage under the protection of the God we serve. And what they did is, in culturally, maybe you still know that, they carried their wife over the doorstep because they didn't want to step on the God that sacrificed here to say, we belong now, we also under the protection of God. And I think it's an interesting picture of saying, hey, our marriage, I married my wife in the church in Solicon because I said, we want to belong to God. Our marriage covenant needs to be under the protection of God. As he's our, we are belong to him and we have a covenant with him. So there is the element of the spiritual element that adds to it. And a love like every covenant needs a decision. We, you make that decision. But then it needs to be a ritual to remind you. I love the, I love the, the, the wedding a ring, I actually lost it for many years and I had to buy a new one and it's like, and so I was like doing like weddings, like doing the, 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 the preaching and then like of the three weddings that I did without a marriage ring, I realized people look at me funny. So like the, I had to go and buy one. This doesn't even have a name in it, but see, it doesn't matter because it matters. It, it, it reminds me, um, I joined a covenant with my wife, Marianne. I love you, Marianne. 12 years soon. Yeah, three kids. Um, so, every covenant needs a decision. Every covenant is meant for protection, belonging, provision. What about the marriage covenant? And I want to now end real practical and personal. Um, your, your marriage covenant, you're never going to break overnight. I'm not afraid of breaking it overnight. Not at all. But today, I can make one step towards not covenant towards not keeping the covenant. I can today make little things that don't help me to remind me that I'm one with Marianne. Today, I can have a coffee with a lovely lady and then not tell my wife about it. Today, I could go home and have a fight with my wife and then say, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna try to mend that fight. I'm gonna just go up in the guest bedroom and sleep there. Today, I could start hiding something. Today, I could start not forgiving. Today, tomorrow, if for whatever reason, I might not get as many praise as I want. And there's another lady that gives me a lot of praise and I can say, oh, I like, and I'm gonna keep helping me hearing that praise. 
I can make every day a decision towards the covenant with my wife and every day a decision to walk away from the covenant of, with my wife. Simpson in the Bible, man of God, great calling, and he chose the wrong person. He didn't walk what God wanted for him and he didn't do that overnight. He went to a town where he saw somebody from another, uh, from another tribe, not from the, the Israelites. And it says there were 80,000 steps towards that town. 80,000 times he could have turned around and said, this is not for me. This is not what God has for me. Hey, you're not, never going to break your covenant overnight. But every day you have a chance to renew the covenant or walk away from the covenant. And one, suddenly one moment you realize, now I broke it. So if you realize now you're in the danger of walking away, your decisions don't help you. If you, you know, like feeling in love with your wife or your husband, that's not the reason. Like, like, like feelings are overrated. The question is, like feelings are great. But the question is, are you doing something to help your feelings coming back? If you realize we actually lived apart, then so don't just say, oh, we live apart. It's a covenant for a lifetime. Then say, all right, so what can I do that we can grow together? Every covenant needs a decision and then we need to remind ourselves. It needs rituals, like I love ritual of weekend away every year sometimes date night but we you know we're not like always these date nights going out for dinner it's like organizing babysitter but it can just be that at home we sit down and we have a good hot chocolate and we talk about everything because she's my soulmate nobody else should know more than her about me it's real dangerous dear people if you start to share something with somebody else and not your wife or your husband. When you start investing more into another relationship than your husband or your wife. You know, now the, this, there is now the punchline. Like with the covenant with God, you enter into a life of protection, of provision. Your covenant, covenant with your wife, with your husband, builds a house where generations can experience blessing, can experience provision, can experience belonging. You're not just make, keeping the covenant for yourself, but you're keeping it, keeping it for the next generation. The Jews, the, the people of God, when they broke it, the, 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 their children had to pay the price. But when they held it, the children experienced the blessing and blessing keeps going a little further. It's over generations. So can I encourage you to keep the fight and hold the covenant with God and hold the covenant with your wife and your husband because you will reach a harvest that is big and not just you, but your generations to come. My kids, they can grow up in a house of love, of safety, of provision. And they will one day again have an example of what it means to love a wife, to love a husband, and can do it again. Do you see? And now I know some people here, you think, oh, I messed it up. What about me now? The invitation is every day 
to say from now on, I want to do it again. God doesn't look what you did yesterday. The only question what he asks you today is what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Maybe you failed, but there is grace and new beginning. Maybe you failed in your marriage and there is grace and new beginnings. You might have to pay for the consequences, but there is still new beginning and new grace. Maybe you failed with your relation with God. Maybe you never started it. The question is, what are you going to decide today? Let's close our eyes. Maybe. God, I thank you so much for what you did on the cross for us. That we can have assurance of everlasting life. No demons, no powers can keep that from us, can steal that from us. I thank you there is, you are our provider. You are strong fortress. When we sing these songs, I'm reminded, yes, you are in front of our house. And I praise you for that. I honor you for that. People, you know what we're going to do? Let's stand up now. And I want to um, go into a moment of dedication. A moment where you make your personal decision. Underneath your chair, they're like little communion cups. Don't do it because the person left or right is doing it, all right? Don't do it. It's, I'm not going to do it with you now. It's an invitation now for you to give that ritual of communion, which is a great ritual, which we are invited to do even daily. To give that meaning and use it to say, I'm going to take that ritual to remind myself that I belong to Jesus and everything I am belongs to Him. His blood is protecting me. His blood has cleansed me. I will receive new life because God, Jesus gave His life, His body on the cross. So I will receive a new body now or in eternity. That's your decision. And the other decision is about your marriage. Maybe you haven't started it, but you can decide to wait with those covenant elements until you start the covenant. Or you can say today, I'm going to start this ritual that helps me to keep the, ritual, the, the, the covenant with my wife. I'm going to text her. Maybe it is I'm going to write in tomorrow night. I'm going to think about how I can build that relationship. That's honest if you don't know it now. Maybe it is I'm going to talk to somebody and confess some stuff. But whatever it is, make a decision because there's protection, provision, blessing for your life 
and the generations to come. Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship the, that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye